0: All right. This is a continuation of my last segment when I was talking about uh, how to correctly understand the Bible and why there's so much confusion with the Bible and the word dispensation. So this is just a a follow-up, piggyback on the last segment I just got through doing. So in order to get all this together, you have to read that first segment, and then it will be continued to what I'm going through right now. So I'm just going to continue to what I was saying. Remember, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, Jesus' earthly ministry. A lot of you probably heard this before that listened to my podcast, but repetition is very important. I always always, always assume that I have new listeners, whether they're a believer or not, that's tuning into my podcast. So this is for you all. So I will be doing quite a bit of repetitions in the future. This will not be the last time because of that reason, okay? All right, this is Joseph Brownlee connecting the dots. Joseph Brownlee connecting the dots. So let's continue to connect the dots. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John's Jesus Earthly Ministry. Remember this, that administration... That dispensation, that program was a prophesied program, a foretold program, a predicted program. I don't like to use prediction a lot, but, you know, because a lot of seers and other people use that, but it was a foretold program. It was a program that God said was going to happen, you know, step by step, precept by precept. When it comes to the four gospels, that was the revelation of Jesus Christ, his earthly ministry, okay? go back to my previous uh you know segment you understand what i was talking about so remember that the teaching the gospel the way to be saved then was the gospel of the kingdom of heaven it was all about the kingdom okay they had to repent of their ways they had to be baptized in water there's different baptisms in the bible baptized in water okay they done all the confessing okay they they was under the law they was under the problem promises they was under the covenants signs miracles and wonders came with the kingdom program not only in the four gospels under jesus but going through early acts that they was doing signs Wonders and miracles were still in play, but it was all for the kingdom program. It did take place in Paul's early ministry, and some of his early followers, with Stephen, Philip, and a lot of them, done some miracles. But that was just to prove to the Jews that God was going to the Gentiles now, and to show the Gentiles, you know, what was going on. Was all remember, it mostly was focused on Israel to prove to Israel, to prove to the Jews when they seen Paul doing miracles and signs and. They seen a Gentile speaking in different languages they knew that God had to be moving to the Gentile because only those things happened with Israel do you got that now okay that's why in the book of Acts when Cornelius got saved he didn't have to believe who Jesus was it was good that he did that's why he got blessed you know <coughs> with the uh go to acts 10 the demonstration of the four sheets of the four different type of animals that came down on a a visual or something like a sheet in the book of Acts 10, you know, to Peter, you know, whatever like that. God was letting Peter know that he was finna go out to the Gentiles. (laughs) Excuse me, my sinus again. Oh, every time I just started, my sinus get clogged up. Oh, it's aggravating. But when those four sheets came down, that was just a sign to Peter. Peter said, I don't, I don't eat anything that's not kosher or that's right. What was, Peter was, what was Peter saying? Peter was saying, I don't eat anything that's unclean. And he was correct. He was only doing what a Jewish person would do. There was forbidden eating certain type of animals. Okay, so when those sheets came down In Acts 10, please read Acts 10 Bible study or Bible reader Read Acts 10, you understand what I'm talking about When those four sheets came Those sheets came down Of four different type of animals Those were the animals Peter would Peter was not allowed to eat or any Jew under the covenant and under the promises, you know, and under, under the laws that was God used through Moses, through Leviticus and all the other things like that. They was forbidden to eat. In other words, Jews were forbidden to eat certain type of animals and things like that. You got some people that still do that today. They follow Israel's program, but that's another story. So Peter was correct. And God has explained to him, whatever I made, whatever I done, do not call it unclean. So he was giving him a picture. He, he didn't really get down on Peter, but he was letting Peter know, even through Cornelius, that I'm going to go out to the Gentiles. Therefore, these rituals and these kind of things that the Jews used to do, it's not going to be for the Gentiles. I'm doing another program. In other words, putting in the lamest way. That's what God was explaining or Jesus was explaining to Peter. Peter got it late on down the line about Acts fifteen when he was explaining to his followers or oh, the ones that was with him, James and all of them. But at the at that particular time he did not understand that. My point is all those things was under the covenants and under the promises that was promised to Israel at Mount Sinai in the opening of the, uh, of the book of uh, Exodus, which is Acts 24. That was, that's the beginning of the Old Testament, not Genesis. Exodus 24, 19, like the 24 was the beginning of the Old Testament. The Old Testament started in 20, Exodus 24, not Genesis. The Old Testament. Genesis is the beginning. Exodus is the beginning of the law under Moses. That's why the Bible said the law came through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Okay, So therefore, there was a transition finna to take place. And the book of Acts is a very, very transitional book. It transitions from the kingdom of heaven program to the gospel of the grace program. The kingdom of heaven program, Jesus' earthly ministry, and the twelve with their leaders, Peter, James, and John, to the Apostle Paul, the gospel of the grace of God, laid on down the line going past Acts 13 or whatever like that, okay? I hope you getting where I'm going. Two programs. Two programs. Two administrations. Two dispensations. So, you don't get, don't get all beat up about dispensation. I know, I, you know, I, I even apologize to you about that. And, you know, we use that too loosely without explaining that. You need to think dispensation. Nobody know what you mean by that. It needs to be explained. Let's stop that, church. You know, uh, we understand, few of us, and I don't mean that as, as been bragging or been bragging about it or, you know, boasting, the correct way to say it. But we need to get that explained to people because you, we just cannot throw them oh, throw this on their head and expect them to get it or understand it, because we didn't, okay, so we need to do it all in love, we need to do everything in love, okay, you agree, we need to do anything in love, that's going to help the ones that's listening too, we need to do all things in love, be patient, there are some things you're going to hear that you know and it's not right, but just do it in love, just shake your head and love them, slowly but surely you stop feeding them, you milk them, milk them, teaspoon, then you go to a tablespoon. Then before you get to the meat and the steak, you start feeding them slowly but surely some truth. Don't argue with them. Don't debate with them. Just do it in love. If they never get it. It's okay. But long as they understand the concept of how to be saved or are they really saved? That's the most important thing. Everything else, the sound doctrine uh, can come later because they believe they are in sound doctrine. Some people just believe the whole Bible is for them. See, they never heard the concept of, man, the whole Bible's for you, but the whole Bible's to you. Man, what do you mean by that? That needs to be explained in love, church. Okay? That needs to be explained in love. All right. So, why did I go all around about giving you that example and talking about those things? Because the confusion that's in the church today. People's salvation is on the line. People's eternity is on the line. What do you mean by that, Joseph? What I mean by that is people are confused about how to be saved today. People are confused. What is the church today? People are confused about the end times. People are confused about the rapture of the church and the second coming of Christ. They think it's the same. Then they say it don't sound the same. They know it does not sound the same, but they just say it it is the same, even though the Bible is in their face they know it is not the same thing they know it's not the same event the rapture, the catching away of the church and the second coming of Christ that need to be explained to a believer, a saved person an unsaved person need to be saved first of all but I'm talking about the saved person that's confused about the end time Okay, that's confused about the end times they're confused about the body of Christ and the kingdom church they confuse. They think all Christians always been in the Bible. Anybody that even through the days of Moses always, some people believe always Christians. Not a lot of them, but a lot of people still think Christians was always through the Bible. But they need to be explained to them. No, that term Christian was used later on down the line. Hundreds and hundreds, hundreds of years way past that before the term Christian. You cannot call nobody a Christian in the Old Testament because Christ was still Christ never came on the scene yet. The Messiah never came on the scene yet. So how could they be Christians then? Did you ever think about that? In the times of Moses, and the times, you know, Jeremiah and all, they were not Christians. Samson and were not Christians. Christ did not die yet. Christ did not come on the earth yet. So how could they be Christians? Christ's name was not even mentioned Nobody knew about that. They knew about a coming Messiah, a coming Savior, but they didn't know nobody about Christian and Christ and all that, you know. So, therefore, how could they be Christians? You must. We must slowly but surely teach our brothers and sisters those things because a lot of denominational teachers has messed them up. They messed me up. So, people and saints and the and the Old Testament were not Christians. Okay. They were not Christians. Alright, you hear the word saints. The word saints was mainly used in what? The teachings of the apostle Paul. Okay. It's certain things you must you must you probably have read this before. And you probably uh have seen those things. Or wordings that I'm talking about, but just looked right over it, read right through it. I know I'm guilty of that. A lot of us are guilty of that. But we took it as a grain of salt of what our pastor, and I'm not knocking our pastors, or our teachers, or evangelists, the feel-good teachers, made us, be, had us to believe. Okay? That's why... In 2 Timothy 2 and 15, Paul talks about study to show thyself approved, a workman that needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of God, correctly dividing the word of God, knowing the difference, knowing the different administrations, knowing the different programs, knowing the different dispensations, okay? All right. I hope you got that dispensation down. You don't have to say dispensation, just say a different program, a different administration. It's okay to say that, all right? all right okay that's why I so much confusion one of the biggest reasons why I so much confusion in the church today even the body of christ over you have different beliefs some believe in the rapture some don't believe in the rapture because they mix the two programs up together by believing that we all the same church why some people believe in signs and wonders and some people don't believe in signs and wonders why because we mixed up the two programs we don't we we were confused some are ignorant some are just stubborn we put the two programs together the grace program and the kingdom program all together some believe that you can lose your salvation some believe in an assurance of salvation why is there so much confusion because the wrongly correct wrongly dividing God's Word. If you can rightly divide it, you most definitely can wrongly divide it. It's because of the wrongly division of God's Word. That's why you have those two beliefs and other beliefs as well. Some people believe that... a pre-tribulation. Pre-tribulation means that the church is going to be called away or raptured before the wrath of God. Some believe that you're going to go in the first three and a half years of the wrath of God. You call that the mid-tribulators. And then you got the post-tribulators. They believe you're going to go all the way through the tribulation period. And the second coming of Christ is the rapture of the church. So you have those beliefs. Why? Because they mix grace and they mix the kingdom program together. And people are confused. What is true? like Pilate asked what is truth so you have different sects you have different cults you have different groups they got their own teaching and interpretation of what the Bible is saying Satan is a master of manipulation Satan is the master of lies so therefore a lot of this uh, confusion is going on in the church and the true body of Christ because of the master manipulator Satan alright that's why a lot of people are not going to be saved. A lot of people are going to hell. A lot of people will take what I'm saying and others that teaches the grace uh, program, teaches the Apostle Paul. You have some people don't want to accept the teachings of the Apostle Paul for one reason or the other. It's too boring. It's not a lot of signs and wonders in his, in his 13 letters. You can find some in the book of Acts because Acts, remember like I said in my last program, Acts is a transitional book. It transitions from the kingdom program to the gospel of grace program, from Peter and the 12 to the Apostle Paul. See, it's a transitional book. It's not so much of a doctrinal book. It's a history book. It's a transitional book, not a doctrinal book. Okay. So I I just wanted to address this because you have so many well-meaning christians including myself that's why you got to add scripture with scripture okay and let the holy spirit guide you because a lot of people are guiding themselves and they say the holy spirit now that you didn't left the holy spirit a lot of teachers you find so many different types of teaching on youtube facebook etc with different quotes and different verses and stuff like that and are those quotes and verses from the bible yes But you're using certain verses and certain quotes in the wrong program. Most of the quotes that's used in Facebook and YouTube, you know, is basically something that was for Israel. And it's not for the body of Christ. Now, I'm not saying none of the verses in the Bible that... That's used through Romans through Philemon for the church today, yes, but sometimes you can read and you can read something that was quoted, you know, in the Old Testament for Israel, and then you see it right behind it, something quoted from the Apostle Paul, the same person, or something quoted from Matthew, and they're mixing it all together. And it because it sounds good, and they're assuming that it's supposed to be their way, you know. Why? Because we are spiritual Israel. A lot of churches believe that we are spiritual Israel. They believe in the teachings of replacement theology. Replacement theology is a concept that's saying that the church today replaced Israel. So therefore, all the blessings and all the promises for Israel is for the church today. There's different promises for the body of Christ than it is for Israel. We're not under no covenant. We're not under no promises. The body of Christ which started thousands of years ago under the Apostle Paul. We are a different program. We, we, are, we are saved. And they are saved too. But the kingdom program, National Israel, is a future salvation when it gets set up in their kingdom and the fullness of time. Our salvation becomes instantly, individually. We get saved and we become instantly saved and spiritually we're in the heavenly places. Their reign and place in the future will be on earth. Our reign and future place will be in heaven well the Bible says the heavenly places where there I don't know but I just say the heavenly places I'm not going to sit up and lie like I know you know it says the heavenly places so that's where the body of Christ is going to be in the heavenly places Israel's kingdom of heaven church is going to be on earth set up on earth starting with the thousand year reign the millennium kingdom and then the millennium kingdom going to go into the fullness of time eternity of eternities you know for the great white throne judgment our program is going to be in the heavenly places we also going to be judged but it's going to be called the judgment seat of christ for our works not our salvation we get saved instantly their national salvation becomes future our today you get uh saved instantly Let let me correct myself jews and gentiles get saved one way today there's no covenant there's no law There's no covenant. There's no law. You get saved the same way by believing in the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ. There's only one way to be saved today: not confessing your sins, not accepting, not letting the Lord into your house, making the, make, in your heart making the Lord the, uh, the Lord of your life. Not being baptized in water, none of that will save you today. You go down wet, you come out wet. That's all it is. Baptism in water does not save you. Confessing your sins does not save you because your sins are already being taken care of, according to 2 Corinthians 5 and 19. Inviting the Lord in your heart does not accept you. You got to believe what He done for you. Okay? You need your heart clean. You know, He's just not going to come in your heart because you want to invite him in your heart. No, you have to believe what he done for you. You have to believe he died for your sins. There's only one way to be saved today. And that's the gospel of grace, the teachings of the Apostle Paul. Okay? Now, the kingdom program is nothing in the kingdom program for today. There's nothing that will save you that's under the kingdom program. That sounds harsh and that sounds kind of tough. But that's just truth. There's only one way to be saved today is under the teachings of the Apostle Paul, 1 Corinthians 15, 1 to 4, death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ, period, period. Okay, that's going to be a lot of uh, uh, tough for a lot of you all to swallow and the ones that's listening to this. But you know it's a lot of confusion in church. You know it's a lot of phoniness in church. It's a lot of fakeness in church. It's a lot of things going on in church that God is not fair. God is not fair, okay? So I want you to just wonder what's really going on. There's a confusion in the church today. There's a false doctrine and false teachings in the church today because people don't know how to rightly divide God's word correctly. Okay? So keep it in your head so I can get in your heart in the future. I try to give you some little breakdown for my new listeners. A lot of you Old listeners probably heard this before, but I'm talking to my new listeners. Get this in your head so you can get in your heart. It's not a Jesus problem. It's not a church problem, not a God problem. It's a doctrine problem. Let me say that again. It's not a Jesus problem. It's not a church problem. It's not a gospel problem. It's a doctrine problem. People are confused. They're milking and they're bullish and they're putting everything together. The whole Bible and they think the whole Bible we're supposed to follow and everything in the Bible is meant for you and I and the church and that's far from the truth. That's why a lot of confusion. That's why you have a lot of denominations. Most of the churches are not teaching the gospel. Most of the churches today is not teaching the gospel of salvation today. They're teaching Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John in the Old Testament and trying to make you feel good. Okay? Tithing, baptism in water, all those stuff that churches are used today is a Israel program. It was under the law. Therefore, you're putting yourself back up under the law. Why do you want to follow the law when you're saved by grace? You can't mix them up. Paul talks about that a lot in the book of Galatians, church. Stop mixing up law and grace. If you want to pay taxes, that's okay. You are not going to get cursed. But always understand, you don't have to. That's an Israel law. That was under the covenant program. A lot of uh, ministers and churches are catching on to that now. Thank God for that. But, you know, you still have too many out there that push that concept because of the confusion, Okay. All right? God bless y'all. I hope you got something out of this uh, little nugget for today. Joseph Brownlee, Connecting the Dots. This is all about connecting the dots, rightly dividing God's word. Salvation is today, if you are listening to me. And I just told you, one only way to be saved today is not confessing your sins, it's not letting the Lord be Lord of your life, it's not Lordship Salvation trying to follow all the Ten Commandments. Nobody can do that. It's not Lordship salvation. It's not Calvinism, all those other teachers. You. You're not replacement theology. It's the gospel of the grace of God, believing what Jesus done on the cross. By grace, by faith, is <clears throat> the only way to be saved today. Okay? God bless you all. This is Joseph Brownlee, your host, For connecting the dots. God bless you. Love you all. Bye bye. Peace out.